killers, some straight up killers. Sit your ass down and eat dudes for dinner. There's food on my plate cause I'm the breadwinner. Is my ass getting fat cause it ain't getting thinner? Hello and welcome to episode 21 of In My Opinion with Ayo. I am your host, Ayo Zaymar. What are we talking about this week? So what did I see, what did I see this week? Um, we're going to start off with some, some, some things that are a little bit lighter, I guess, in conversation before we get into the what the fuck. Big green circles. I know. I know, right? What what do I <laughs> It's okay. Um this way. I will talk this way. Maybe if it's Is it better or worse? I have no idea. Okay. For those listening at home, I'm having I'm, I'm trying to fix my lighting. Um, anyways, so what did I see? Apparently, there is a zoo. Where did I see this? Let me type this in. That had to separate five parrots for bad language. Okay. Did anybody else read about this? Um, so usually, I guess, parrots... They're not as encouraging. Um, the way they encourage each other is by laughing. So when we, or, or you know, um, some kind of acknowledgement to their behavior. So when we have a parrot, a pet parrot, it says something, it does something, we laugh, we, we, we acknowledge its behavior, it continues to do it. These five parrots, I guess, were encouraging each other and they're laughing at each other and they're cursing and they're laughing and they're cursing. So they're encouraging each other. And so all five of them are just like they had to be separated. And I guess what they're hoping is that now that they're separated and in, they put them in all these different um, areas, of, areas of the zoo. This is in somewhere in the UK at the British Zoo. Lincolnshire Wildlife Center. Um, yeah, because people would hear it. Guests would hear it and things like that, and they would laugh. And so it would just encourage them even more. So they're hoping that separating them, that they will use these words less and that they won't encourage the other birds that they are now around to start using this kind of vocabulary. Which would be hilarious because instead of five, they would have, um, oh, awesome, awesome, good to know. Um, yeah, instead of five parrots, they're hoping that it's not going to multiply <laughs> now that they've separated. It. They're hoping that this will fix the problem and not create a bigger one, which was, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't know. 
what would I do? What would I do if I was at that zoo? I have no idea. I personally would just keep them together because it's like, okay, they're just... <laughs> I find it hilarious. Me, personally. If it wasn't offending any of the guests, I would just be like, okay, just keep them together. That's fine. Something else I saw in the news, this isn't like really a light topic at all. Um, it's actually kind of scary and disturbing. A rare skull defect causes this woman to leak brain fluid during a COVID-19 swab. Now this is super rare, okay? This is a super rare case. This is apparently in the history of everyone getting, you know, um, these nasal swabs and stuff for COVID-19, this is the first instance of this happening. I guess what happened was years ago, this woman, she had um, an issue already with her brain fluid. It was um, causing a lot of pressure on her brain. So they went in, they put a shunt and stuff in, they did this procedure um, to help treat her intracranial hypertension. Um, you know, they drained some of the fluid out and everything like that. It, it was fine. <laughs> Cute. I know, right? It, it was fine. Everything seemed to be fine, you know? This was years ago. Now, they didn't they did not realize that what was happening was after the procedure, I guess, part of her, um, her brain, the lining of her brain started to grow down one of her nasal passages. Um, so when they went in to swab, it was just like, it was like a ticking time bomb because honestly, like if anything went in deep enough, it would have, it would have ruptured this brain lining anyways. So a good thing it happened in the hospital. Okay. They swabbed her, um, I guess out of one nostril, the one that it was like growing in or whatever. It ruptured. She had just clear fluid leaking out of this nostril. She experienced, she was like, um, she was vomiting. She had a headache, neck stiffness, phototobia. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. I have no idea. Hello, aesthetic stoner. Hello and welcome. Um, Phototobia, I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that, that's, you know, extreme sensitivity to light. So she's experiencing all of this stuff after just clear liquid is um, leaking down her nostril. And yeah, <laughs> that's when they that's when they discovered this problem. And, and that, yeah, the good thing it happened in the hospital, because if, if it was just like some you know, she's out there. What if she was just like picking her nose and something scared her and then she, her her finger just went like a little bit too deep and and it happened in her house, you know? What if something like that would... So they, they realized there's a name for this. Um, Encephalocele. I don't know if I'm saying that right. 
encephalocele. So that, yeah, that's when the, the, the lining of your brain is growing somewhere else, and it was growing down this one uh, nasal passage, and it ruptured. It ruptured. I, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Hello and welcome, you guys. Um, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. My sister-in-law is a nurse. She works, you know, in the hospital. She mentioned that in the hospital when they're getting, like, a certain type of nasal swab, they really got to go in there and, like, get in there. And when they pull it out, pretty much 99.9% of the time, it's going to cause a nosebleed. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm scared to get a nasal swab. And I was, like, even more afraid when I read just the title of this article. And then I was reading more into it. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I definitely don't have, you know, any any intracranial, um, intracranial hypertension going on I've never had a procedure I feel like my brain lining who knows who knows I've never yeah, yeah. Who, who knows has, has anything gone deep enough into my nose maybe it would have ruptured like a long time ago then because I feel like I've had tubes up my nose or maybe that it was like in my throat I don't I can't remember I had um an endoscopy done and so they put me under anesthesia and I don't remember <laughs> where the tubes went down I feel like it was not down my throat I feel like it was in my nose and some of them were in my arm um, I feel like I'm good I feel like that's not gonna happen to me I <laughs> um, I need to set up some tattoo appointments. All right, if you guys need a tattoo, hit up this guy, Aesthetics Donor. Give him your info. I mean, if you want to. If you don't want to, it's okay. Um, what else? What else happened this week? Um, the presidential debate was this week. I don't know if you guys saw it. I didn't catch it when it was live, like when it was actually happening. I had some stuff going on that day, but I watched it afterwards. And when I got home, I watched it and I was like, the first, <clears throat> the first question and they start speaking and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like my body, my body's natural reaction was to get nauseous i got i got physically sick to my stomach within the first like three minutes of listening to the first response to the first question and i was like how the fuck am i going to get through this entire debate if i feel like i'm going to vomit i felt like yeah like I was going to vomit. I felt physically sick to my fucking stomach. I was, and then I was like, did he even answer? Did, was the question even answered? What the fuck is going on? Like, there are people out there 
who understand when this man is speaking and by this man I mean the president of the United States there are people who like understand him there was no debate Royce yeah yeah they just like like so many questions left unanswered it was just like it was nothing it was insane it was insane <laughs> it was like watching a child a bratty child get in an argument with an old man who is like trying so hard to be patient but is slowly losing their shit okay that's exactly what i fucking saw i was like huh? he was like he said something so i have to respond and it was like you don't have to you don't have to respond to every single thing because you already you you should have already said your point because you were like the first to you know be able to answer the moderator the moderator will let you know when it's your turn to speak <laughs> even the moderator was like what the fuck what the fuck they don't pay me enough to be a moderator they don't like they probably pay him enough to be a moderator yes but they don't pay him enough to be a moderator for that they didn't he was like i'm not getting paid enough for this <laughs> How did he become president? You know what? The thing is, is that I feel that the people, the people of the United States, like they really want to change. They really want to see a change. They just don't know how to go about it. And maybe they have ideas. Yes, maybe they, they whatever, but they, they want to change. And here we are, we're seeking change, but we're kind of going down the same path because here we are again and it has become even more two-sided and it's just like you know it's one or the other um so it feels like we're just going down the same path we're looking for for different answers we're looking for a different outcome but we're going down we're going about it the same way i feel like we, we won't ever find this change this this um great change that we're seeking by going down the same path over and over again but here we are so i feel like the people really wanted a change they really want they i mean it's i want change everybody wants change they want some kind of change because it's so obvious that some things like they just don't they don't make sense you know and here we are, like, we're definitely trying harder and harder and harder. So I feel like that was kind of, in a way, like, the, the, one of the first steps. Because it, it is bringing about some kind of change, honestly. Um, not in, like, a suit, I don't know. 
it's like the changes that we need aren't going to happen overnight for sure and they're not going it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be beautiful and it's not going to be this you know rainbows and sunshine happiness so maybe this is the change maybe we did pick the right person to bring about the change that we so desperately need because we are realizing um kind of fucking full force within the last year that yeah we we really need a fucking change and we're realizing the things that need to change and it's like being all of it's being pushed to the surface and brought to light. Um, we need a total reset on these politicians. Yes, for real. He was better than Hillary Clinton, I guess, but really all politicians are kind of trash. Yeah. He's a symptom of where America is at. Yes, for real. We are always picking the better of two evils. And I, the thing is, is like here in America, we have more than two political parties. It's so why, why do we narrow it down to two? Is it because it's easier for the masses to only focus on two things, black and white, um, you know, not in terms of ethnicity or, or race, but is it is it easier for us to focus on just two things rather than like be given a wide variety of options and is it harder for people to choose from a wider variety of options is that why we've narrowed it down to just be like okay we're only going to pick from two because we have so like It doesn't make sense to me like when we when it comes down to these presidential debates like last year i feel like we had more than two people speaking you know and, and this year we definitely only had the two people speaking and it was like what is it only is it because it's easier for us to focus on two people i don't understand like if we have more than two parties if we have more than two people running if we you know, why can't we hear all of them speak? And it, it boils down to fucking finances and all this other stuff. And that, that doesn't make any sense to me. We want to pick the right person. I feel as a collective, we all kind of want the same things. Ultimately, I feel like when it comes down to it, the masses, we would all pick a leader who... who would be the most beneficial for us but instead we are just like all right here it goes we got to pick the lesser of two evils like you know i think we need people who actually represent the demographics of our communities like aoc 176 in um, new york city yes not old white people, but it will be like taking, um, trying to take candy from a childish teen. Difficult, yeah. I wanted Bernie Sanders to make it, but unfortunately, yeah, I know, for real. For Bernie to win, he made too many enemies. I wanted him to, but it was, um, but it was 
down enough. Yeah, it's capitalism for the bipartisan method. Highest bidder, yeah. Why should having X amount of millions make a difference in voting? Yeah, for real. If they have good morals and are what the people want, then no financial assistance should be needed. I feel like, you know, when you're running a campaign and everything like that, um, it's kind of like when you're, you're running for school president and things like that. Like, yeah, if your parents have more money and stuff, like you're going to have the flyers that are, you know, better looking and, and aren't hand drawn and everything like that. But at the end of the day, everybody gets their say. And it should be like that anyways. Like if you're running a campaign, you, you're putting your money behind it, you're maybe getting donors and things like that. You're putting out your flyers and, and your your advertisements and things and all of this other stuff. Um, when it comes down to it though when it, it comes down to being able to hear what everybody has to say against what their opponent has to say when it comes to a debate like this everybody should be represented we should be able to listen to everybody and for the, as long as i've been alive only people who who can afford it are able to participate in these presidential debates um, and people who get X amount of votes and you can only get X amount of votes because you have X amount of money and it's... When it comes to something like this, like Roy said, financial stuff shouldn't really matter. Um, because we're trying to pick somebody who's the best to represent us. And how can we do that if we can't hear everybody's side? Oh, because you don't have enough money, we're not going to listen to you? That doesn't make sense. If that person is the best fit for the job, I want to listen to them. I want to hear what they have to say. You know, I don't want to have to pick from the lesser of two evils. I don't feel like it should be that way. And it sucks. And I feel like it's going to remain that way as long as the people sit here and are just like, that's the way it is. It's just the way it is. It's what we got to do. It's always going to be like this. That's just the way it is. It's the way it is because... You say that's the way it is. The more people that believe that's the way it is and just like succumb to that kind of mentality, that's that's the way it's going to be. As long as the masses believe that's the way it's going to be, it's not going to change. It's not going to change because we've become so comfortable to this. There... Let me, there's a quote in here. A quote. Let me find this. Um, da, da. Da, 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 Okay. Where, where am I looking? This is the wrong website. Um...
go. Hopefully this is it. Please be it. Okay, here we go. Um, prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to write them themselves than to write themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed this is from the declaration of independence do you know what that means do, do you guys understand that because it's, it's written in kind of like old english it, some people it might not make sense because it's like half what who uses half anymore hath shown um, you know, so this is basically saying that people are, are more willing to suffer because it's comfortable for them because they're used to it, you know, because yeah, trying to make a change is scary and things like this. Um, We're, we're, we're humans. We're mammals. We are animals. We are creatures of habit, okay? It, we become comfortable with this repetition, and even if we hate it, like this says, it's nothing new, okay? This is human psychology. This is this is the way the brain works. Um, they, they obviously knew it, 1776, okay? They obviously knew it because they wrote it in here in the Declaration of Independence. Like, when we become so used to something and so accustomed to something and so it's just become a part of us, like, we're comfortable. We're comfortable in our sadness, in our misery, and we're just going to remain there and we won't do anything about it because we're just, we're comfortable. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about this two-party system. It's like, we're, we're always, it's just how it's going to be because you guys said it yourself. It's just how it is. It's just the way it is. It's just, you know, it's just the thing we got to do. And just... <sighs> yes, understood. Not just that, but it's difficult. It's in our nature to create technology to make our lives easier. Yes. That's what we invest in. Because society was designed for us to suffer, hence the machine. I feel like society wasn't necessarily designed to make us suffer. Like that's not in 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 <laughs> in the times before when societies were first being established, that was not the main goal of the society was for the people of that society to suffer. Um, it sort of turned out that way because obviously uh, power, 
power affects people and when people are put into a position of power it oftentimes corrupts people and da -da 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 -da. that's kind of what happened over the years and years and years and years of society um you know it can be explained people who fight for justice took time to think about what's happening to us yes um hello hello how are you it's only to maintain order not morality which is propaganda power doesn't corrupt people people corrupt power royce that is a very good point because honestly it's kind of in them already that corrupt nature so when they're put into that position of power it really um it really that corrupt nature really you know has takes over it takes over the reins yes it's like alcohol yes because it's in that person already that's very true you know it's bad stern you have too much yes um so that, that that whole thing happened the presidential debate happened and okay so going back to that because we kind of went on, off on this tangent about the two-party system um Okay, <laughs> so the thing that a lot of people were talking about afterwards, uh, after the debate and things, um, was how Trump kind of refused to condemn white supremacy when, when given that question and confronted with that. What did he say? He said something like, Proud Boys... Um, stand back and stand by people are like what what the fuck that's that's what i saw a lot of people were just like what the fuck and now i had to look it up because apparently there are news headlines where trump condemns all white supremacists after refusing to do so at the debate um I condemn the KKK, I condemn all white supremacists, I condemn the Proud Boys. I don't know much about the Proud Boys, almost nothing, but I condemn that. This is after the debate. After the debate, he says, I don't know much about the Proud Boys, almost nothing. But at the debate, he says, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. What? What? Okay, we all know. Uh, There's some people I saw in, in, you know, on social media commenting and everything like that. They were like, I, I still would vote for Trump. I still would vote for Trump because at least he gets his back straight and he's not like Biden who gets all his numbers wrong. What I saw at the debate was, like I said, a freaking bratty child trying to 
debate an old man who's just kind of tired of his shit and like slowly losing his patience um it's true biden doesn't always get his numbers right or whatever but it seems like to me just by watching it seems like he at least he's trying to recall all these facts like he has a list of everything that he wants to say and he's literally just memorized it and now he's at this debate and he's trying to recall all of these things that he's he's drilled into his brain that's what i see because you guys know that even on my show that I don't get all of my facts right. I get my numbers wrong and things like that. And it's because I have all of these things that I've read through and I'm, I'm trying to memorize. <clears throat> and when I go to talk and speak, some of the facts get jumbled up. That's kind of what I saw with Biden. I'm not 100% sure. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Biden. Um... But just watching that debate, that's what I saw. I saw him trying to recall facts. And then I saw this this guy, this child, this man-child, just spitting out nonsense. He doesn't get his facts straight at all because he doesn't have any facts because everything that comes out of his fucking mouth is pretty much a fucking lie, okay? There's no facts. It's all lies. You, I, um, I know almost nothing about the Proud Boys. Bro, like what aren't you like their fucking leader like i don't know everything is just (laughs) but that that's that's what the people were concerned with was this white supremacist thing um let me go back up here in the chat um like trump for example he has a hard time being empathetic to others to people he did not live a normal life yeah he doesn't lie he tells things the way he sees things yeah for sure of course he won't say he's racist now he needs to step up on that proud boy stuff he needs to realize what he's doing exactly um that's what that's what i saw a lot of people were just like what the fuck is this The thing I was like, what the fuck about is when he was talking about vaccines, when they got on the topic of vaccines, because he kind of made it known that this whole thing is fucking political, okay? He made it known. Like, did that just, like, fly over people's heads? Because he was, like, he literally pushed it out there. He was like, this vaccine stuff, it's totally political. It's totally political because people like this make it political, and, it, and I, I was just like, yeah, people like you, people like you make it fucking political. And he doesn't just make it known just by saying that. He, he made it, yeah, he made it known that it's a political thing just by one saying it. And then his next thing that he says, he says that because I'm going to, you know, he doesn't believe the scientists who, <clears throat> who think it's going to be a minute for a vaccine to come out he says that he talked to he went above the scientists and talked to the companies and now they're gonna try and push this thing out before november 1st we're gonna have a vaccine before november 1st because you know it's fucking political and da 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 biden isn't making this political 
nowhere did he say anything about this being political no i've never heard anything about you know whatever i did hear biden try to you know make it out that that natural disasters were something that a president had had control over um but i don't remember anything about um about him saying that the vaccines or this coronavirus was political trump definitely said it verbatim you know this vaccine stuff is political um and that he's going to try and have a vaccine by november 1st or shortly after november 1st and then the next thing he said is what confused me the fucking most he was like we're gonna have a vaccine out by november 1st um or shortly after what the fuck did he say? He mentioned the military. He's like, we have, um, I have the military standing by. They deploy 200, they can deploy 200,000 troops. And then he got cut off or, or whatever because they were just interrupting each other. But what? Why, why did he bring the military into this? Why does the military, like, what does the military deploying 200,000 troops, what does that have to do with vaccines? What does that, how do those things relate? That's my question. That was like the thing, like, everyone's like talking about white supremacy. I'm like, why the fuck is he bringing up the military with vaccines? What the fuck do those two things have to do with each other? Is the military, are these... Are these 200,000 soldiers that the military can deploy, they're on standby, are they going to, like, deploy them and they're, they each got a vaccine or maybe 10 vaccines? So now each soldier is strapped with 10 vaccines. They're going to deploy these soldiers and they're all going to, they're just going to come at us with vaccines. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? 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 you know what what i i i can't even find the words i'm so fucking confused by that um like you're the president you're supposed to be political yeah for real um yes they try to control storms in vietnam by putting more sodium in the air what what's up sis thank you thank you so much yeah let me i recorded it on my phone when he said it because I, I couldn't believe it I had to re-watch it like three times I was like what the fuck um I wonder if I can find this yes here we go Trump says the military is prepared to deliver 200,000 coronavirus virus vaccine doses a day I just don't even understand that I don't understand and then what I don't understand either is he was like I brought back fucking football what what kind of football some some type of football 
Who the fuck cares? Also, <laughs> yeah, he did. He did get fucking coronavirus. He got coronavirus. And a lot of people are like, yay, he got coronavirus. I hope he dies. Like, that's kind of mean, you know, even though he's a, a terrible person. Um, it's kind of mean to hope that he dies. But he did get coronavirus. And yeah. Um, uh, apparently, what I was reading <laughs> was that he gets tested every day, right? That's what I heard like a while ago is that he gets tested for coronavirus every day. So apparently they had known for like a couple of days though that he had corona and he's out there doing interviews and freaking debates and all this other stuff and um did he really though it's a good excuse to not be on camera until the election it's whatever see i don't know like i'm not his doctor i have no idea like what what's really happening because he could honestly like it say that he had it and he doesn't have it but you know oh print this out who know who who really knows who really fucking knows that's what a lot of people think that he doesn't really have it as a scam and um Well, thing is, I don't think he'd lie about it. If he could help it, he'd be in public still. Something must be wrong. I have no idea. Like, personally, I, I don't know. Because... He... But it's kind of like the situation where the boy cries wolf. Because he was sitting here this whole time, like... He, he didn't make a big deal about it. It is what it is, you know? To the 200th thousand people who have fucking already died it is what it is da, 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 da. um you know he didn't fucking really care about wearing a mask until recently so here he is he's like the boy who cried wolf like is there really a wolf did he really get coronavirus or you know is he just who I'm not his doctor so I'm, I'm I wasn't there I didn't test him I there's no part of me that would ever want to stick anything up his nose um or collect any kind of bodily anything from him I don't even want his skin flakes on me okay like it's more like a wolf crying boy um yeah Him being on camera is not helping him at all. That's very true. Uh, so maybe maybe this is some kind of... Who, who, who honestly knows now at this point? Because he's such a fucking liar. But at the same time, like, I just... It's... It's kind of terrible that people are like, I hope he dies, you know? Um... There's like a part of me that realistically is like, okay, he's old. I don't, it doesn't seem like 
you know, who knows about his health conditions. I have no idea what he keeps secret and what he chooses to, you know, come out to the public with um, health-wise. So who knows? But there's a part of me that's like, okay, you're old. Um, so there's a good chance. I'm, I've tried to look at it from a logical standpoint. I'm not trying to hope that he does. I'm just like, okay, that's like, you know, logically, even according to him, because according to him, according to him, only old people can get it. Apparently, he said this during the debate. According to him, it's like, da 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 da, and only old people can can get it and young people can't get it and i was just like then what the fuck happened in georgia what the fuck if old people if old people are the only people who can get it and young people can't get it they're like immune to this disease like what the fuck happened to all those kids in georgia who went to that ymca camp and fucking got coronavirus are they like all secretly benjamin button kids that went to this ymca camp um is that what happened? I have no idea. It's just, it was fucking, this the, the whole thing. The whole debate was really fucking confusing. And now Trump has coronavirus. Apparently Biden does not have coronavirus. Um, Trump even made fun of Biden, I guess, for wearing a mask all the time. He's like, he's got the biggest mask I've ever seen. He tries to, like, downplay people. Like, that's that's his technique of getting ahead is just by, like, um, saying that everyone else is wrong and he's right and he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows. But I feel like, you know, it's 2020. If you aren't looking his shit up, if you aren't, you know, if you aren't aware of that, a majority of the shit that comes out of his mouth is a fucking lie. Like, you're not doing your research. You're not doing your research on anything. Um, you can't, like, you can't sit here and claim to be the Facebook fact scientist and defend his, his lies. Um... Our prayers are with the coronavirus. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I have this stream on my sound system. It sounds like an auditorium in my apartment. Nice. Anyone can get coronavirus. Exactly. You know it's not a living virus. Um, I mean... Viruses are interesting in that way. In the way that they do the things they do. <laughs> but that is what happened this week that I saw this week. What else happened this week? Um, I... Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> It's like a protein nail bomb. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to remember. I, I, I did not write this one thing down and I was like, oh, let's talk about this. And it was something that happened to me personally and I can't remember. My brain is like physically exhausted. After that debate, like, I, I immediately went to sleep. I went to sleep. I, my brain was done. It just... It, it was done. It was like trying to listen and then them talking over each other and it was just like, what? And then the moderator was trying to talk over everything and I was like, what? After the debate, like I just, it ended. You know, what I was watching ended. And I just like stared for a second, blunk my eyes a couple of times and I passed out. what day was that tuesday my brain is still recovering and it's sunday or maybe it's just been this whole year this whole year of just crazy shit every single fucking day um trying to decipher what is real? What is fake? What the fuck is going on? Like, when was this printed? Oh, it was printed three days ago. Okay. Some stuff that I'm seeing, it was like printed three years ago. I'm like, why did you republish this? It has, you know, it's an interesting article. Yes. But why are you republishing it? Because it's 2020. I need every, everything that you publish needs to be from the year 2020. Please don't publish something from the year 2017 okay <laughs> this year is so crazy <laughs> so fucking crazy and it it's gotten crazier as we we are getting closer to the presidential election um at least here in America And I'm, I'm so, I'm worried, okay? I'm worried because I went, got my new driver's license and everything because I had to get an update and it came back in my address. Like they, there was a typo in my address. And so I have to go and get that fixed. Um, I went ahead and changed it though online. It didn't make any sense to me. I was like, why was there a typo on this? And it, I feel like it changed my whole um it changed my voter registration too because then it asked me if I wanted to register to vote at my new address, which was just me updating and fixing the typo. And I'm like, is this going to affect what happens with my voter stuff? Um... Like, what? Why Why is this asking me? Like, I'm, just, I'm so confused. And I'm like, why, why is there a typo? Why is there a typo on my license when on, on the envelope there's no typo? On, and all, everything else there's, like, no typo. I'm so... I have, like, such a conspiracy. Um, like a paranoid conspiracy theorist brain. I'm always like wondering beyond 
what I need to. <laughs> but it's okay. I feel like it prepares me for something, if, if something extremely crazy were to happen. Like I've already thought about it. I've already mentally prepared myself for it. Okay, so if it actually were to be the case, I would, I'm going to be less surprised and I will know how to deal with it. Some people are like, you, you don't need the extra stress. <laughs> um, I wake up some days not knowing if what happened yesterday was a dream or reality. I feel that also, Royce, for sure. Um, I taught a fifth grade class one time. I was exhausted after four hours. I, yeah, believe that because children are exhausting. <laughs> They're exhausting, and yet I still want one. I'm like, oh, I want a child. Uh, but maybe, <laughs> maybe in a few years is what I always think to myself. I'm so excited, though, because I am about to be an aunt here in the next um year i'm really re i can't wait i there hasn't been a new baby in my family in so long and now it, it's i'm an aunt i'm gonna be an aunt for the first time i'm so fucking excited i have one brother my younger brother my baby brother he's gonna have my baby's having babies you guys my baby brother, he's like my baby, like I helped raise him and I'm so, I can't be any more excited for him and more proud of him because he's really working his fucking ass off and he's fucking doing it. They just got a new house, they're about to have their first kid, they got two great dogs already. Um, I'm so fucking excited. But I, it's exhausting. Children are fucking exhausting, okay? They are. And my friend explained it to me. She's like, it, it doesn't matter how you raise your kid. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you get what you get. It's like fucking, you know, it's like spinning a wheel. And you get the kid that you get. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? I know that isn't entirely true because I know that there are some things that I picked up from my parents. Um, and I know I know that children do learn from their parents, but it's it's not always the things that we expect them to learn from us, you know, that they pick up. And yeah, I guess you get what you get besides that. <laughs> They are their own person. They're going to have their own personality. And you, you get what you get. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah. So if you get a psycho, you get a fucking psycho. I was like, don't tell me that. I guess that's how it happens. <laughs> My brother's worried because he was... He was... He was not the best baby, okay? He was crying all the time, and he threw a lot of temper tantrums, and he, he kind of put my parents through hell. And so my brother is really concerned that that's the kind of kid he's going to end up with, that that's going to be his karma. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 
Probably. <laughs> but I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. And I'm practice. I like, I feel like I'm practicing. I'm like, okay, I gotta have the best brownie recipe before this kid is born. I have to have the, I have the best grilled cheese recipe. So I'm like excited for them to visit me so they can come over to Aunt C's and get the best grilled cheese. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah anything else we have five more minutes left of the show so if anyone else has anything they want to add about anything that we talked about we were talking about um, the coronavirus the presidential debate uh, those birds those cursing birds mental exhaustion <laughs> But don't you think the hard work of raising children at the end pays off? You know, I honestly think that it does. Um, I don't know based off of my own experience because I don't have kids. But I saw it in my dad because he, my dad came over. Um, this was a couple of years ago when I was dating somebody. And my dad came over. He was sitting down on this couch and everything like that. And he's like looking at this apartment that I just got and he's like oh you know it looks great everything's set up so nice blah 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 blah. you and so and so you know you did a good job setting everything up and I was like no I set everything up by myself um my dad's like what I was like yeah I even put together the couch that you're sitting on and my dad like slowly like had to like reevaluate and reassess himself and like make sure that the couch wasn't going to fall apart and he like bounced it on it a couple times and everything seemed solid and he's like you know what he's like looking around at everything that I had done and he's like wow um I guess I didn't do like too bad of a job raising you and I was like you know what no you didn't you you didn't <laughs> There's so many things that I'm so grateful, like I'm so grateful that I had my parents um, no matter what we went through because they taught me so much. They taught me so much. I think about it all the time. Whenever I fix something, whenever I do something, I'm just like, I, I wouldn't have known how to do this if it weren't for my parents. And I all the time, I'm so grateful, so grateful for them. Um, my friends who have kids are so tired, but say it's worth it when their kids learn things in um, the way they hoped. Yes. He was proud of you. Yes. The few times I had a chance to bring a child into this world, we decided things in the world were not going in a good place and aborted the situation. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it wasn't. I will never know. Royce, all I can say is what's meant to be is. Um, so you guys made the best decision for yourselves and even still for um, that child because who knows? Who knows what kind of situation they would have ultimately ended up in. And um, yeah, I, I never believe that there are really any kind of mistakes. I feel like um, we always do the best that we can in the moment. Uh, kids are tough and expensive. Yes, yes, they are. By the way, nice apartment. Thank you so much. 
All right, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here, you guys. I will be back in a little bit, but I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I had a great time. I think we had a pretty good discussion. Um, I love you guys so much. I hope you have a, a great rest of your day, your night. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um... Thank you so much. I love you guys, and I will talk to you soon. Be safe, be healthy, and please, please, please wash your hands.